And let's talk now about elections with Sangamon County Clerk Don Gray. Don, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you? It's always my pleasure, and I'm doing very well. Thank you. Good to hear. So uh, I can't believe it, but you know the election cycle continues with the consolidated elections. Uh, April sixth, but early voting's going on now. Give us details. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been rocking and rolling. You know, not nearly as participated in what we had seen last year in the November general election for the presidential side. But I'm fairly, fairly, very pleased with how things have been developing for our local elections here. Consolidated elections, our local elections, these are the offices that impact you most from your pocketbook to policy. You use them daily, so it's an important election, and uh, get ready and cast the ballot here soon. So if uh, people need information, as always, with all elections, uh, Sangamon County Clerk's website, uh, they can find a sample ballot there, right? That's correct, yeah, and we've actually tailored that sample ballot to be specific to you. Uh, you log in, go to My Information, and you'll give some specific information about yourself. It'll bring up your record. It'll show your voter registration status. Uh, you can make a request for a ballot by mail if you like. And, of course, print off a sample ballot to know exactly what you are casting a ballot for. Give us a status of mail-in voting. Uh, I know the state legislature last year uh, during the special pandemic-shortened session uh, back in May, they passed uh, election updates to allow for people to do mail-in voting. Uh, does that also play for the consolidated election here, or what's the uh, the status on on? Uh, so all those special, pro- yeah, all those special provisions that were put in place for COVID for the 2020 presidential, excuse <laughs> me, all expired. So um, we had to um, go back to the older model of what we've been dealing with. And, you know, really, really what we, we, we what we had witnessed was about a third more ballots. About a third of our ballots were cast by mail, which is absolutely historic. We are seeing uh, those who had utilized vote by mail before in the past uh, continue to use it here for the consolidated election. Certainly not on those levels, uh, but it's, it's kind of like, you, you know, you, once you use it, you, you feel the convenience and uh, you continue to keep using it. What's, what's different? Um, not much, uh, because what had to be done before, they were sending out auto, auto applications. We're not doing that now. Uh, you still do have to send an application in order to get a ballot. You can get that from our website or you can call our office. And then, you know, the, the bigger, <clears throat> more popular thing that was available was the uh, vote-by-mail return drop boxes. And we are still in the, in the environment of the pandemic. Um, we do have one box. Uh, here in Sangamon County. It's here at the county complex on Monroe Avenue. We consider it an extension of our office. You know, you have a right to be able to personally return your ballot by mail. And we wanted to continue to use that resource. It was very popular, it was secure, weatherproof, tamper-proof, video monitored, and 80% more of our ballots came back that way. That's the same here for the consolidated election. It's being used at a very high level. And most recently, the General Assembly did reauthorize that passing a bill for Dropbox use by jurisdictions uh, in both chambers, and it awaits a signature of the governor, which you know I think we're going to see here soon, even probably before the consolidated election. We're talking with uh, Sangamon County Clerk Don Gray here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, and, you know, the, the drop boxes were a bit controversial uh, before the November election and as far as how they'd be monitored and where they'd be placed. Uh, where are those going to be placed? The same location? Is that kind of like a permanent yeah. fixture now? Yeah, so here in Sangamon County, we utilize two, one at the county complex, the other at the juvenile detention center. For the consolidated election, we're only doing the placement here at the county building uh, as an extension of our office right here, not all the way out of the juvenile center. 
it's really at the discretion of the authority uh, to come up with a plan and the strategy of how many, where, and what type. And, you know, that's, that's the one part when you talk about a little bit of controversy involved in the drop boxes. You know, what I'd like to see, and, and Sangamon County made an investment in a very secure, you know, industry standard box, you know, that is heavy-duty, weatherproof, tamper-proof. We need more standards across jurisdictions for utilization of these boxes, making sure that they're the proper investment, that they're done correctly, that they're monitored routinely, that it's done right, you know, because there's a lot at stake. And, you know, there has been a lot of controversy and noise about their utilization and and how they've been treated in other states. We want to make sure that that doesn't come into our scenario here in Illinois and guarantee you will not in Sangamon County ever. We, we, we take considerable time to make sure that we do them right, so that they're secure and done right. Talk a bit more, if you can, about, uh, you know, you can control Sangamon County elections. That's, that's your oversight, right, just for Sangamon County. Uh, but if there aren't those kind of uniform standards, so to speak, of the, the safety, of uh, the, the monitoring, of uh, various other aspects to, to make sure it's, uh, you know, uh, secure, uh, how how would uh, a different county impact Sangamon County voters uh, if if they don't follow those same types of uh, protocols? Well, even though we're decentralized, you know, each county runs their own apparatus of elections. We are governed by state statute and the state board of elections. Uh, but you have some flexibility to be able to bring resources that make sense for your jurisdiction that might be different in others. But it's important that all of us collectively together have success. You know, it's it's one week. One weak link in the chain can, you know, cause no confidence in the system, and we don't want that. So we work we work hard to make sure that we're all on the same page, that we're all operating in the same manner, that we're providing for the same access and opportunity that's secure, uh, that's accountable and transparent, because that's what brings confidence to the public who's voting when we have a finalized result in the end, that you know that how ballots were cast were tabulated correctly, and this is a legitimate finalized result. And it takes all of us collectively together. One one county fails in in that. It it comes across all of us in questions and how we operate. So we've we've got to we've got to be working together. We've got to be accountable together and transparent. Sangamon County Clerk Don Gray with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Of course, states have ultimate jurisdiction over election laws, but we see a uh, large measure that passed the U.S. House, uh, H.R. 1. Uh, it's pretty controversial, and it's split along party lines. Uh, as a uh, county elections official here in Sangamon County, uh, what does this uh, possible proposal uh, mean when it comes to having decentralized elections? Yeah, I, I think my greatest fear from this form of proposal is a federalized system of elections. And when you centralize power in one location and you get dictates and mandates uh, from that centralized power and how you operate, that's at, at, a, at a large distance that doesn't quite always understand or know your dynamic and how you can operate, um, that can be troublesome. You know, at least here in the state system, we we have a direct contact and advocacy to the General Assembly. It's not we, we wouldn't with Congress, but it's much more difficult. It has shown itself to be much more partisan at the federal level than what we see at the state and certainly here at the local level. So that brings another layer of complexity in, in when you're crafting these types of proposals and services for a product that's supposed to be fair and equal to all. So that that would concern me. You know, a lot of what's in the measures of what would be instituted nationwide, Illinois has been doing for a while now. So we've taken the time to learn from what works, what doesn't work. You know, how can we better perform services 
such as automatic voter registration, you know, same day voter registration, you know, those those types of resources or, you know, um, no excuse vote by mail. We've been doing all those in Illinois. We've taken the time to develop our systems that make sense for us locally and for a state. And we've worked out the kinks. I can't say that's the case for other states. Uh, so it'll take time for it to pull together if, they, if that went that direction. But I certainly want to maintain control and decision-making policy for what's best for us here at the local level. We're talking with Sangamon County Clerk Don Gray here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, when it comes to election law, uh, you know, what kinds of things do you personally, as an election official, think needs to happen here uh when it comes to mail-in voting when it comes to drop boxes uh what about uh, what georgia passed for instance uh requiring some kind of photo id for uh absentee balloting for instance yeah it's 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 what measures exist what can we do more to give confidence to the public right and that's education and transparency you know if you're being upfront, you expose exactly how we operate you lay out the rules in advance and you show people how you do it There'll be confidence in the system. So we're looking for those types of measures, you know, if it requires or if the, if the public demands that they want to see more in terms of the accountability of the registration process through a personal ID, I get it and I support it. We, we want to provide confidence. Now, Illinois has got a good system. The signature system of review and checks has worked for us. Um, but if the public's looking for more, if we can take another step to give people more confidence we want to make that investment because that's the important thing to do. It's the right thing to do, and we want to. We want every voter, regardless of background, every qualified registered voter, to have good access and to have opportunity to be able to register and cast ballots. But it's got to be secure and accountable to the public. Sangamon County Clerk Don Gray, uh, again, give us a brief overview here of early voting going on now. And just to keep in mind, uh, not every jurisdiction has elections going on, so you definitely want to make sure you check that sample ballot before you head to the uh, the polls. But I can tell you that every jurisdiction does have something to cast a ballot about. So this is townships, villages and municipalities, park districts, school boards, uh, water and fire districts, you name it, it's on the ballot. We're open here for this week all the way through the election, uh, Monday through Friday, including the weekends. Uh, Monday, during the week, it's 830 to 5. Over this weekend, we'll be open Saturday 10 to 4. We're closed for Easter. We'll reopen on Monday again for a full day, 830 to 5 for early voting. Polls open on the 6th, Tuesday, April 6th uh, at 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. And uh, we're prepared and ready to, you know, if you're a qualified registered voter in Sangamon County, we'll issue a ballot and your voice can be heard. Sangamon County Clerk Don Gray, greatly appreciate you taking time with us this morning on the WMAY Morning News Feed. And we'll talk again soon, all right? Thanks, Greg. Bye-bye.